You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston, and across from me is Charles Chuck Lawrence Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck? I took a drink at the right time. I could tell that it was my turn to go because you took a drink while the intro was going. You know, I just didn't feel like doing the intro today. That's okay. I mean, sometimes it's a a case of the Mondays. You just don't feel like welcoming everyone to our fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. What I I have learned lately, I can tell you this, Nate, what I've learned is that even when you don't feel like doing something, you still got to get up and do it. That is uh, what they call adulting. Yeah. They call that. It's called, it's called duty. Mm -hmm. And um, this is our duty to our country. It is right now. And I think that that's important. It is, and if you also have a duty to your country and you want to uh, put your libertarian money where your libertarian mouth is, then go to joingml.com, join for as little as six bucks a month, hang out with us live, even on Mondays, every single day of the week, when we want to. You can even become an official real libertarian by really putting money where your mouth is. All right, like yes. Really putting really money where your really mouth is. For sure. Most recent mm-hmm. person to do that was Magoo. Magoo, we... Surely do thank you. And I'm going to put a link to your most recent podcast episode in the show notes today. Mm. All right. We got a few things to talk about. Joe Biden on 60 Minutes last night. We're going to run through a few really quick clips of that. I wasn't watching that. I was watching the Packers beat the Bears. And I will say I kind of root for the Packers more now because of Aaron Rodgers. And I just want him to prove that you can win even if you're not vaccinated. <laughs> it's possible that the unvaxxed have a voice out there in the NFL. Yeah. Aside from that, I freaking Although I do hate think, Aaron Rodgers as I, a Cowboys fan. I do think the Bears got a touchdown. It should have been a closer game. No, yeah. no, no, it's fine. They got vaccinated. It's, Who cares? <laughs> they deserve it, whatever it was. But did Dez still catch that ball in oh, 2013? Oh, he absolutely caught oh, okay. the ball. Gotcha. We know that. Yeah. Okay, well, let's run through a few of these Joseph R. Biden clips, and then we'll, we got a couple news stories. Might make it a quicker episode because everyone's got a case of the Mondays today. You know the thing. So speaking of you know the thing, here is our fearless leader talking about how He knows thing, the thing. Here's the thing. You don't need to worry about him and his mental agility. And he says, ooh, watch me. 
watch me uh, when it comes to whether or not he is ready to perform his task as your commander-in-chief. Walk it out. (laughs) You are the oldest president ever. Pretty good shape, huh? Which leads to my next question. (laughs) You are more aware of this than anyone. Some people ask whether you are fit for the job. And when you hear that, I wonder what you think. Watch me. I mean, honest to God, that's all I think. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know, that's one thing. It's another thing of just watch and, and, you know, keep my schedule. Do what I'm doing. I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, I don't, when I sit down with our NATO allies and keep them together, I don't have them saying, wait a minute, well, how, how old are you? What are you, what did say? You know, I mean, it's a matter of, you know, that old expression, the proof of the puddings in the eating. I mean, I, I, I respect the fact that people would say, you know, you're old. And, but I think it relates to how much energy you have and whether or not the job you're doing is one consistent with what any person of any age would be able to do. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental. All right. (laughs) I feel better. Do you feel better? (laughs) I mean, it just feels nice. Yeah. You know, you come to him with a concern. He addresses it. I don't see myself as anything other than a fly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I'm a fly. That's how behind I am on him. He knows stuff that I don't. The proof's in the pudding that you eat or whatever. So, all right. Good job, Biden. Uh, He did ask him about. Is that an old saying, by the way? Can we, we fact check that? Which one? The proof is in the pudding well, that they, you they eat? Well, they say, we've always said the proof is in the pudding. Like, that's what people say. But then he added. He said something about eating the pudding. <laughs> about eating. I've never heard the full expression, <laughs> but I, I assume that is the full expression. I, ha- I have yeah. no idea. Um, he was also asked about inflation. And everyone needs to know that in terms of inches, inflation is fine. So we will go over that real Mr. quick. Mr. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just, uh, 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 just an inch. Hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it's good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're, I, mean, I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, been, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. And in the meantime, we created all these jobs, and prices have, have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs since we came to office. We're in a situation where we, the unemployment rate is about 3.7%, one of the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the United States in a big way. Okay. 
So we got that. I think the inflation rate is mostly peaceful. It is a mostly peaceful yeah, inflation rate. You are right mostly, about that. It's a mostly peaceful inflation. Uh, there's no foot. Mm-hmm. It's just an inch. Just an inch. It's- now, I don't know how many inches it has gone up in the last year or so. It's a lot of inches. 96, yeah. uh, 90. I would about say 8.3 inches is pretty big. About 101. You we're know? up about 101 inches or so. Yeah. And it has come down just a little bit. But um, in terms of like flooding, that's like nothing. I mean, you're still underwater. You know, that's yeah. not good. So I think it, at 8.3 inches, you're considered <laughs> well endowed. You know? Yeah, sure. He's doing a, he's doing great <laughs> in the inches department. That's that's for sure. We know that. But it's supposed to go down, not up. That's the problem. Now, I think inflation is going to come down a bit. Naturally, it's going to happen. And then if the Fed gets it right, they will see what they do on Wednesday. Maybe they don't. Maybe it doesn't spiral back up to 12, 15%. I don't know. It depends on how hardcore they go with the interest rates coming here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that pretty pretty shortly. So I don't want everyone to think that the inflation is just going to continue going up and up and up. It does happen in cycles. It goes up and down. In the 70s, we got three big waves. It peaked at like 6.3%, and then it came back down to 2 or whatever, 2 or 3. And then it peaked again at like 12% after that. Then it came back down. And then it peaked again at like 18% or 20 or whatever it was. I don't have the chart in front of me. So we do get peaks and troughs when it comes to inflation. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, he does go back to that, uh, what is it, the jobs numbers, creating jobs. And the Fuller clip I saw about this, he said that they're creating whole new industries right now. I don't, I don't know what the industries are, but that sounds great. Green energy. Green energy. Yeah, yeah, we never had single green energy industry mm-hmm. before the Inflation Reduction Act. Not before Biden. That didn't happen. I, and also the point that it, they've created 10 million new jobs. Never forget, folks. <laughs> These are jobs that people are getting back after the government shut all the businesses down. I don't know. What about uh, this representative from Illinois District 9, Jan Schakowsky? Uh, What did she say here, Charlie? She said when the President Biden took office, over 18 million Americans were receiving unemployment benefits. Today, that's down by more than 90%, the lowest number in decades. Democrats are creating strong, good-paying jobs and getting Americans back to work. Huh. I think all the extra unemployment benefits went away too. Mm. You think that could be related to the to the whole point here? The fact that, you know, you couldn't work and then you could after that and they were paying people to not work. They were giving you extra money yeah. because you couldn't you work. Money to not work and you yeah. had to be on unemployment because you weren't allowed to actually go to work. Yeah. Uh, maybe they, that's part of it. Because they closed your business down? I just thought that this was a really good representation of this lie that they're telling everyone because they say that uh, unemployment went down. The number of people on unemployment went down by 90%. Democrats are creating strong, good-paying jobs. So you can say that unemployment went down by 90% and then say we're creating strong, good-paying jobs, and some people will link those two things together and say, well, unemployment must have gone down by 90% because Democrats are creating really good, strong, uh, good-paying jobs. But it's actually just that people weren't allowed to work and then magically... They were allowed to work. I like the hashtag Biden boom. It's the Biden boom, That's, man. Now, like, so this is um, this is a form of gaslighting. Sure. But you have to, this is really important for people to realize, you have to take what people say with a grain of salt and then just watch what actually plays out. Now, when you go to the grocery store 
you're buying groceries. Are you thinking to yourself, Biden boom? When you fill up your car, when you the look at your went boom, when you look at your 401k, mm-hmm. all of those things. Are you thinking Biden boom here? The the people in the tech industry that are being laid off in droves currently. Are you thinking Biden boom? I mean, there's a there's a big difference in what people are saying versus what's actually happening. You have to look at reality, and they live in this delusional world. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I've done. Call the only precious metals dealers I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 866-709-3080. That's 866-709-3080. Or text GML for Good Morning Liberty to 998-899. That's GML to 998-899. Or call 866-709-3080. Zero or text GML to 998-899, and there's a link in the show notes. Remember, this is not all Biden. This is a libertarian podcast. My, watch me. This is a libertarian podcast, and we like to equally point out both sides. COVID and that whole lockdown situation started under a Republican president, as you might remember, I think the FBI is currently investigating him for allowing the country to be locked down while while uh, his watch was happening, right? That's what they're looking at? Yeah. Because they put a lot of people out of work mm-hmm. through government force? Yeah. I think I that's think so. what they're investigating. Yeah, so just remember, a lot of the spending $2.2 trillion uh, stimulus bill happened while Trump was president. He signed it, so it's not all Biden, but he has certainly poured some gasoline, very high-priced gasoline on the fire. All right, one more little thing here. We got two more, actually. Speaking of this pandemic thing, uh, we'll talk to him about that. We're still doing a lot. Shh, Biden, it's not your turn, man. I'm trying to give you the intro. I'll tell you when to go. Now go. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Okay, so the pandemic's over. Told you all this. We told you all this would happen. Declared by the commander-in-chief, the pandemic's over. Now, I wonder if all the pandemic emergency measures are over. Speaking of, like one of them being student loan debt relief is because of the pandemic that we've that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. Numerous other things as well. I'm just wondering if when the president declares the pandemic is over, if that means that the government no longer has any pandemic emergency measures in effect. I can't believe all the people who used to wear masks aren't wearing masks anymore. I know. Especially the big proponents of them. Even though there's still COVID out there. Yeah. You know? COVID still exists. Mm. 
And they don't not, care about grandma. Mm-mm. You're not Problem. doing your part. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more thing. This was the big one. This is the one that everyone's talking about. So we'll play this real fast. What should Chinese President Xi <laughs> know about your commitment to Taiwan? We agree with what we signed on to a long time ago. And that there's a one-China policy, and Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. We are not moving, we're not encouraging their being independent. We're not, let, that's their decision. But would U.S. forces defend the island? Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. But the commander-in-chief had a view of his own. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir. You see what they just did right then? They cut in over the top of his answer to, well, I mean, they even, he was still talking, the narrator, while Biden was still talking. Yeah. And giving most of his answer. (laughs) And then comes in here at the very end. I thought that was very interesting. U.S. forces. U.S. men and women would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Yes. Mm. That's pretty decisive right there. Now, Charles, what do you think about that? Well, depending on his mental acuity. <laughs> well, he, watch him. Yeah. I mean, you know? I'm watching him. He looks mm-hmm. pretty serious there. He seems focused and yeah. serious. He said, yes. It sounded like a resounding yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, um... What do you think about that? Do you think that the U.S. armed forces, boots on the ground, need to go into Taiwan? No. That's a horrible idea. You sure you don't want to think about it for a second? (laughs) (laughs) I've already thought about it. That's a terrible idea. Going to war with China would be so dumb. How about from a foreign policy standpoint, should you uh, at least project out that you would be willing to do that or that you would do it to try and prevent something from happening i I don't know possibly i guess you could say (laughs) i I just i would i couldn't do it i couldn't do it personally just because i i just think it's a horrible idea yeah but would you send other people to do it no okay (laughs) no i wouldn't do that either i don't believe in war all right (laughs) Not that sure. I don't believe in war. Obviously, war is a real thing, but I don't believe <laughs> it does exist. I don't believe that we should be getting involved in these types of things. Um, this is, I mean, it is tough because I try to think about, well, what if trying to, what if trying to like try to take over the whole world? Well, when would you stop them? When, yeah, when do you stop? Do you wait until they've taken over every single country? But the but until America? they come to us, yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that you that you should go in and do it. Uh, I'm just, you know, we we get to uh, we get to be libertarians and talk about how war is never the answer and all that and how we wouldn't do that. It's slightly more complicated than that, I would say. Although in in this case, um, okay, Taiwan's one part. Maybe that's not where the line is drawn. You know, what if it's something else later on? I don't know. They probably got those numbers on there next to the COVID numbers uh, about where they spread too far. And so where would you go in to stop the, to slow the spread, at least, uh, of China? I don't know if Taiwan is where you draw the line. Now, it would kill, it would, it would really hurt our economy really bad if that happens. You could say that there's some interest in that. 
With the chips? <clears throat> With the chips. Mm, a lot yeah. of stuff run on chips. And I'm not talking the kind that y'all are shoving in your face holes right now. Not Frito-Lay. No. That's not where the factory for Frito-Lay is. <laughs> We're talking about those chips that run pretty much everything. So there's definitely some interest, but that's why you would... I, I think it's good to be able to produce things in your own country. You just want to make it... Uh, economically viable for companies to choose your country to produce things in. And we've done a really bad job at that so far. Taking money and giving it to companies so they can offset all of the expenses that you've incurred on them as a government, probably not the way to do it. You could just not incur those expenses on them as a government. Yep. Uh, but instead, you're going to incur those, still rake in the money from them, give out some of it back to them, and then some uh, some to your homies after that, you know. And so that's the that's the route Some that they in your pocket. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so chips. There you go. There you go, Tom. I like it. Okay. Uh, those are the clips right there. Of course, that was walked back. Charlie, you want to tell me about how they walked that back? I yeah. guess they already said that in the clip, though. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I went through a pretty big shift a few years ago. My music career was winding down at a time that I didn't want it to. I had a lot of social anxiety. I just didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing or what I even wanted to do. And I started drinking a lot. I'll just be honest with you. I wasn't actually dealing with any of the problems in my life. Something come along, I just focus even more on whatever those problems were. And I just make them go away real easy. And the issue was when I never actually took the time to solve the problem, to figure out what was really going on, guess what? They never went away. They were always there the next day. And it just got worse and worse. I finally went and talked to someone. You know, I went to therapy and they taught me some ways that I could actually solve those problems without drinking. Now, these days, I'm over four years sober. And whenever something comes along that makes me anxious or makes me upset, I don't just try to escape from it and I don't really dwell on it. I try to drill down and figure out what is it that I can do to actually solve this. So if any of these things are resonating with you, and you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp, it really is a great option. Convenient, accessible, affordable, all online. You can do video calls. You do voice chat. You can just do text chat if you want to. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a quick survey and you can switch therapists anytime you want. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GML. So the White House walked back those comments that President Biden made about the U.S. troops to defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Following the interview, a White House official told 60 Minutes that U.S. policy regarding Taiwan hasn't changed. The U.S. maintains, quote, strategic ambiguity, end quote, on whether American soldiers would defend Taiwan, but has pledged to help equip the island to defend itself under the Taiwan Relations Act of 1979. Now, they did just sign a deal to purchase Could over a billion dollars worth of, worth of stuff. Could you imagine the staff? Like, no, Biden, no, he said the wrong thing. Shit. They probably already somebody had, call 60 minutes. They probably had this one prepared in advance, though, because this is the uh let's see how many times this would be the fourth time now. Uh the New York Post in May said the White House walks back Biden Taiwan defense claim for a third time in nine months. And that was in May of 2022, the last time he said that we would defend Taiwan. And so now we've got the fourth, fourth time. In a year. So and within a year. Once a quarter. 
Just every quarter, his quarterly output of... Uh, I don't know if there's just a big difference between the staff and the administration and what Biden wants to do, or if he knows that that's their plan and he's not supposed to say it, but he's not quite focused enough on those answers. And then you're wondering, does this guy make any decisions? <laughs> or is like, how can the... Like, he's the leader of the White House, right? And no, then, I think so. And yeah. he makes a statement, and then, but then his house like retracts his statement. It's like, who's in charge here? Well, speaking of who's in charge here, when it came to asking him about President Trump's things going on at Mar-a-Lago, he said he didn't know anything about it and he has nothing to do with it right now. And he's not even aware of what's going on in the situation that he said that he is sure that people in his administration were keeping up with it. So sure. who's running the DOJ here? Yeah, <laughs> That's what I want to know. Okay, let's go on to this next article. Maybe we'll have some agreements, some disagreements. That should be fun. Uh, the U.S. Appeals Court rejects big tech's right to regulate online speech. Let's move on to that. <clears throat> this comes from Reuters. The U.S. Appeals Court on Friday upheld a Texas law that bar bars large social media companies from banning or censoring users based on viewpoint. A setback for technology industry groups that say the measure would turn platforms into bastions of dangerous content. Charlie, what's your initial reaction? Well, first of all, I don't think it would turn the platforms into bastions of dangerous content. Yeah. I think the market would take care of that. Um, and then my initial reaction is like, I don't really think the government should be telling private companies what they can and cannot do. And that would also extend to when it tells them that they should censor something as well. Yes. Because the argument here from, uh, you know, right now we're arguing against Alex Jones. Alex Jones very much, you know, was in line with this uh, ruling right here. Uh, so he, um, or is he against it? Which one? They upheld the Texas law. Yeah. So I want to know what large means. Large? Yeah. Oh, the Texas large law that bars large social media companies. I think they do line that out later in this article. Okay. But this idea here is that, well, these aren't really private companies anymore because they're working in tandem with the government to censor specific people. And so you say, well, we got to make a law saying that they can't censor people based on their viewpoint. But what do you do when it's the government that's telling them to censor people based on their viewpoint? When you've got proof that that's been happening. Well, sir, I'm glad you asked. It's not making a law saying that you can tell them what they can and cannot censor. It's making sure that the government does not have the power over them and the threat over them that uh, leads them to do that. For instance, we talked about Mark Zuckerberg. We already talked about this last week. Again, uh, they censored the laptop story. Well, what had happened before that? A whole bunch of antitrust cases had happened before that. Uh, antitrust hearings. It happened. So that threat, those antitrust laws that should not be on the books anymore. Some of the most anti-free market capitalist rules that we have, and they're from freaking 140 years ago. I don't know how long they've been there. Uh, we don't need antitrust laws. The market would work that out on its own. But under the threat of being broken up or whatever it is that they're going to do to them to punish them, of course, when they call and say, hey, here's this thing coming down. It's Russian disinformation. This is your time to shine. And what are they going to do? They're going to jump right in line because who's got the ultimate control over them. Mm -hmm. That's where your problem is. It's not that the companies want to censor this or not. And it's not them that just gave away their rights to the federal government. The federal government can put you in a cage. They're the ones that have the right to use force over you. 
They can take all your money if they, if they want to. They can take you off the stock market if they want to. And they can completely bankrupt you if they decide they're going to do that. So they're the ones that have all the control over it. Of course, the people running the companies are going to want to fall in line with that. It's on all of us to take those powers away from the government so we can actually get this free market. All right, let's go through this. Amen. The largely two-to-one ruling by the... I don't know what that means. I read it several times. The largely two-to-one ruling. It was just mostly two-to-one. Yeah. Somewhat two-to-one. It was a peaceful two-to-one. Bigly (laughs) two-to-one. It was not a small two-to-one ruling. (laughs) The largely two-to-one ruling by the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals based in New Orleans set up the potential for U.S. Supreme Court to rule on the law which conservatives and right-wing commentators have said is necessary to prevent big tech from suppressing their views. Today, quote, we reject the idea that corporations have a free-wheeling First Amendment right to censor what people say. Judge Andrew Oldham, an appointee of former President Donald Trump, wrote in the ruling. The Texas law was passed by the state's Republican-led legislature and signed by its Republican governor. So this is clearly a fascist law is where they're going with Mm. that whole thing. Yeah. Kind of is. The tech groups that challenge the law, of course, you got Meta in there, Google, Twitter, They have sought to preserve rights to regulate user content when they believe it may lead to violence, citing concerns that unregulated platforms will enable extremists such as Nazi supporters, terrorists, and hostile foreign governments. The association on Friday said it disagreed with forcing private companies to give equal treatment to all viewpoints. Here was their analogy, quote, God bless America and, quote, death to America are both viewpoints. And it is unwise and unconstitutional for the state of Texas to compel a private business to treat those the same, it said in a statement. So anyway, we get that now, idea. The Texas law forbids now, social media on, companies with at least 50 million monthly active users from acting the censor users based on viewpoint. Yeah, I mean, look, it could potentially be unwise, but it's definitely not unconstitutional. Um, or I'm sorry, it's both unwise and unconstitutional for the state of Texas to compel a private business to treat those the same. And you have to, now I understand a lot of conservatives and a lot of our followers are going to agree with this Mm -hmm. because they're frustrated. I'm frustrated. We just got done. We've been telling you guys that we've been demonetized and censored on every single platform you can imagine. And we're spending more money out of our pocket to run this show than we're, than we're making. Um, So that is very frustrating. That wasn't the case before we got demonetized. That's right. That's right. And so that is very frustrating for us, but we have to look at this from a principled standpoint, right? It, this all boils down to self-ownership. And I know that this is frustrating to stick to your principles in a time when you feel like something unfair is happening. But that's the time when you really need to dig down deep and figure out what your principles are and stick to them when it's, when it's not going your way. It's easy. It's easy to have principles when it's mm-hmm. going your way. It's hard when it's not going your way and you feel like things are being taken from you and it's unfair, it is unfair. That is true. But the thing about self-ownership and property rights is this, you have to think of a business as an extension of someone's home. Okay. It's and this, it's the same thing, right? And the reason why is because I'm a business owner myself. And so I wouldn't want the government telling me what I can and cannot do in regards to anything of my business, just like I wouldn't want them to telling me what to do in my own home. It's the same principle. If I want to 
bake cake for gay people or if I don't want to bake cake for Nazis or whatever, like I should be allowed to use my own personal discrimination. I know that's a bad word that most people associate, but it's not a bad thing. You can call it discernment if you want to, but I should be allowed to discern what I allow on my property. It's mine. And you can disagree with it all you want, and it could be wrong. It could be morally wrong. Those are different things. Like moral and morality and law do not equate. So you have to think about this in a, from a standpoint of, um, as Gus called, voluntary association, right? I mean, the business owner should be able to have a choice. They could say that they don't want people to post profile pictures with blue hair because <laughs> they don't like the way blue hair you know, looks on their platform. It, it's just, I understand the frustration. Trust me. Trust Nate. We get it. Yeah. It sucks. It really sucks. But at the same time, I'm not willing to sacrifice my principles to celebrate something that goes against my principles. I'm there not are, willing to do it. The other thing is, is that there are alternatives out there. And it's on us to make sure that we use those alternatives to the fullest extent if we think that that would be better for us. There is Rumble. There's Locals. There's Truth Social. There's a lot of different ways that we can get our content out to people. And they're still allowing us to get our content out there. Just no one's allowing us to make any money off of it like other people can. Uh, there's other ways that we can do this and that's what the free market is. And it doesn't mean that your alternative has to be as big and user friendly and efficient as what the other alternatives are, but you want the market to work this out. And we are dealing with a government created problem right now. And the, the government is never the answer to a government created problem. And you might say, well, the government can tell Facebook and Google and Twitter what they can and cannot censor. Okay. Are you going to feel the same way when it's all going against you later on? Uh, really? I mean, you have no idea what you're saying is it's not even about the censorship aspect. This is one part that bothers me about antitrust and about all the other regulations out there. What you're saying is that the government can dictate to a business owner how they can and cannot run their business. That is what you're saying. That is the principle behind this entire argument. Now, we can talk about whether or not it's censorship and you can use the First Amendment to your advantage in this scenario if you want to. But what you're talking about is the principle that someone who starts a business can be dictated to by the government, whether it's state or federal or whatever, what they can and cannot do with their own business. And I believe that whether you like the outcome or not, that person owns their business and that we should not come in and add to the problem by further saying that this person does not own their business, that whatever the state legislature votes on, that if they vote, if they get the majority in their state legislature, that they can come over the top of that business and tell them what they can and can't do. That's what you're saying with this law. And remember, this can be used against you in the future. Absolutely. And not only can it be, it will be. It will. So... You, like all the other things, like all the other things that they have used against you later on, you know, it, it, the violation of privacy. We talked about that in nine 11 like, Oh, this is, you've got nothing to hide. We got to catch these terrorists. You're a Patriot, aren't you? Yeah. Aren't you? This is a Patriot act. How could you go against this? They will use it against you. That anytime you, anytime we have a situation where it's like, will this decision give the government more power? 
If the answer is yes, we should be against it. Yep. Always. Always. Because they they can and will use it against you at a later date when the people you don't like are in power and they don't like you. And they'll use it as a political tool to come over the top of you and tell you that you have to do something. Um, I mean, look at the bake the cake thing for, for, those, for the Christian uh, bake cake bakers. You know, everybody was all up in arms. Oh, you can't tell companies what to do. This is blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you turn around. We could tell companies what to do. Yeah, they it's should so, be forced to serve everyone. It's so inconsistent. You have to be consistent in your principles, even when it goes against you. So, All right, next thing, last thing for the day. Like I said, we're going to try and make it a little bit shorter episode. We, I said 30 minutes. We're over 30 already. Mm. But, hey, there's a bad uh, hurricane going through. It hit Puerto Rico, and that's uh, what a lot of people are talking about right okay. now, if, if they can find a way to use it to their advantage. And so Puerto Rico, most of it still without power, lots of rain. Uh, it ended up being a Category 1, I believe, when it made landfall in Puerto Rico. So a lot of people going through some terrible stuff. Uh, before we talk about the politics behind all of it, we do not like death, and we do not like what any of the people down there are going through. We mm. are against it, actually. I'm not a fan of hurricanes. Yeah, I don't agree with hurricanes mm -mm. At, at all. I'm not a fan of them. But there's a difference in not liking it when things happen and being Robert Reich. So here's this quote, Charles. All right. Robert Reich III. Once again, Puerto Rico is being slammed by an epic storm. It's not enough to send our thoughts and uh, our thoughts. He left out prayers this time to the Puerto Rican people. We must act on climate now. <laughs> it's not enough to send our thoughts. We must act on climate now. Yeah. It must be stopped. We send all your leaf blowers ban weather now yeah we should nuke this hurricane <laughs> you know that might work i don't know <laughs> I, we try it i guess detonate it in the like thirty thousand feet above mm -hmm. okay first off imagine feeling that you are so powerful and so important in the grand scheme of the universe that if you just get enough people to retweet you right now, you're going to be able to stop weather. <laughs> you know, if we yeah. just give the right person the right amount of money, no more hurricanes off the books. Okay. It's completely, have you noticed there haven't been a ton of hurricanes lately? Haven't been a lot, but one comes along. Boom. Climate change. One's too many. One is too, I disagree with them. I'm not in favor of hurricanes. Mm -mm. Okay. If there were, if there was a, a, a a, a petition I could sign right now against hurricanes, I would sign up to be against them. You could like his tweet. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. But just imagine thinking that the government, if you just give them the right amount of tax money, that they're going to stop climate. That's the problem. And by the way... Everything he, will be like San Diego. 75 degrees. Perfect. And sunny. No rain. Homeless people everywhere. Yeah. That's, well, no. Everything's going to be perfect. Oh, okay. Just the weather. Like... The weather. No earthquakes, tornadoes, nothing. California doesn't have earthquakes, right? Yeah. Never. <laughs> it's like, as not long as... They, not as since long they got rid of some of those nuclear plants. As you agree with the Green New Deal and give them all your money, as Nate said, they will stop all atrocities. We will live in the utopia that everyone craves. Mm -hmm. And this isn't demagoguery at all. No. Right? Mm -mm. Not one bit. You only see that from people on the right, uh, for sure. Here's a number of hurricanes worldwide. Worldwide. From 1990 to 2021, 
Uh, I know that's not a super long time frame, but actually the more you go out, uh, the worse it goes for the people on the left. What I was saying is recently there haven't been a ton of hurricanes. And I looked up Category 1s and 5s and all that, and we're not dealing with an exorbitant amount of hurricanes right now. But one pops up. I'm just trying to make the point here. We're not dealing with a large, larger-than-normal amount of hurricanes. I mean, that looks to be close to 60 inches, <laughs> 40 to 60 inches. Which Barely is, moved an inch. Yeah. I you mean, know? That looks mostly peaceful, like mm-hmm. a straight, almost a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't changed much. But one hurricane... <laughs> comes along and damages uh an island islands i don't know how many islands are honestly I don't, you guys know there's like 750 islands for the bahamas hmm. that's too many of them yeah honestly it's greedy it it's is greedy. yeah i don't have all the islands in that area hawaii only has like five i know yeah how are you gonna let hawaii get five islands in the bahamas yeah. the bahamians they come over here and they're like oh we get all 750 of these things guam is like one singular island that's the smallest island known it's, and it's on unstable ground. Water. You could tip at any time. <laughs> I mean, you look at this thing. Um, we're not dealing with a large amount. The point is, all he wants is more tax money. That's yeah. it. If you just give, uh, you take some money from Jeff Bezos, who doesn't have a lot of money left these days with what the uh, market's doing, take it from Elon Musk, and you'll be able to stop the hurricanes. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. This is what they do when it comes to every single situation. They've even gone, they've gotten so high on themselves and high on their power and their authority and their elitism that it's not even about helping starving people anymore. You know, you can give someone some food. They're not starving anymore. Building houses for people and like that. Unemployment. Maybe we'll do medical care. No, it's the in weather. We'll stop the weather. You give us enough money. Mm-hmm. All right. Demagoguery at its finest. Yeah. Costco says he has some family in Puerto Rico. Um, hope they're doing well. I will send my thoughts and prayers um, there. Just one island. And, Thank you for the info. Yeah. So um, it's always not good. Uh, I don't yeah. like, yeah, I don't like hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes, pandemics, plagues, death. No death. I'm against all of that. War. War. I'm against all of it. So, yeah, thoughts and prayers to the folks of uh, Puerto Rico. The only war that I'm super in favor of, I mean, I guess, you know, there's some other ones, but we had to fight that whole revolutionary war thing. But it's some of the benefits are starting to slip because I, st- I keep saying, I keep seeing stuff in my timeline about this Galder and Queen. And my ancestors did... I don't want them to have died in vain. I shouldn't be suffering through this. Okay. So there we go. There's our words on the queen. There we go. If you got anything, do you care? No. 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 Okay, (laughs) good. We don't care. I mean, I I just still don't like death. It's kind of sad that a human being died. An old lady died. Yeah. That's sad. Mm -hmm. She was old. She she was someone's grandma. Yes. And mother. Mm. Don't like it. You know? Okay, there we go. All right, That's y'all, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, or a foe. Uh, we would appreciate that. You guys like how I rhyme this almost every time? Sure. No one ever picks up on it. I I pick yeah. up on it. Go to joingmail.com to watch live and interact with us. It's, uh, it's really fun. Everybody in the group is fun. Uh, we share things with each other, and uh, we it's a community thing mm. is what it is, actually. Um, folks... Uh, you know, we're here for each other. Um, a lot of people open up in the group and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really cool to have people that have each other's backs. 
So you need a sense of community. So join ours. It's only going to cost you six bucks a month. And that's just to not even cover the costs, by no. the way. It's just to make a dent in the costs. So we would really appreciate that. Go to GodHatesFeds.com. Pick up some merch. GodHatesFeds.com. Support our sponsors. Support Nate by going to Nate'sCrashCourse.com. That promo code's over. So I'll let you know when there's a new one. No more 40% off. Now it's full price. Then you had your chance. But you can still get the class. Okay, technically, as of today, it's still there because I forgot. Nate, you always I do this. I forgot. Every time. I forgot. I'm going right now. No, nope. yep. I'm going to allow everyone an hour after I release the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We must act on Nate mm-hmm. now. Nate'sCrashCourse.com. Go do all those things. And if you do, then we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.